and welcome to the mouthpiece a wrestling podcast once again with your boy Darry lips and as always well apart from last week because he faked illness mitch geo how are you sir i am the golden egg of this podcast <laughs> oh god don't please don't although i did laugh i'm not gonna lie um but also joining us once again it's that bad demo how are you sir good i'm good i am um, yep exactly. good to be back again yeah, we, we might keep you. <laughs> <laughs> we might but. keep you. Because, you know, me and Gio have talked enough over like a hundred and whatever episodes. <laughs> he, he's just there to cover up the awkward pauses and like me ruffling two bags. Yeah, Gio's happy it. because he can get his Taco Bell order now without disruption. <laughs> so what you're saying is if I hear a rustle or a microwave, start talking. Yes, yeah. If okay. the, ch- the church bells start going... Say something fast. <laughs> right. We are coming off the back end of Survivor Series, obviously, this weekend. Um, i not going to lie. I did fall asleep um, because we'd had quite a long weekend, to be fair. And then I watched it at like 7 in the morning. Uh, well, it's like 6.30 when I woke up. Um, so what did we think? I quite enjoyed it, but we'll start. Gio, what did you make of Survivor Series? It was a show. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Damo, your thoughts? Um, I, I enjoyed it. As a, Again, it was a show. It was, yeah. I'll so, tell you what, AEW was solid. show was actually more enjoyable to watch. Do you, I honestly feel, right, that I would say nine out of ten pay-per-views from WWE are the same format. It's Weeks building up to it show are lame. Like they build no excitement. I'm not interested. I watch it anyway. And then I'm like, oh, hey, that was quite good. If the build was better, I think I'd enjoy it more. Because I I have to say, I thought the matches were ranged from okay to great. There are some booking decisions I still scratch my head at and wonder why they do these things. But I thought it was a good match. I thought it was a good, you know, a good pay-per-view if it wasn't called survivor series maybe because there was yeah there wasn't even a scorecard on like the, the screen there was nothing you know and i'm not only was there no scorecard like there was no sense of there was no tension there was no edge there was like we went into it and if it had have been a survivor series and it had been moved about it surely there'd have been more of a thing about the fact that raw absolutely annihilated smackdown yeah and I, th- I think SmackDown's only win was, well, two. They opened with a win because of DQ, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if pre-shows ever counted. I think that's but, also like to build a different thing for um, Priest. I feel like they're trying to yeah. show any, this any Priest being a get, nutcase, you know? Any chance I get to hear of Pat McAfee calling somebody a son of a bitch, I'm okay with. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> That was the best part about the fact that it was Survivor Series was having that much part in my life. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I think it was good until they obviously they had to have a finish where they could carry on Priest's descent to madness from what it looks like, um, and obviously not get Nakamura pinned. Um, I'll take the end over either one getting pinned because I was worried that I don't think a pinfall would have actually helped either. So I was a bit concerned. I'm like, actually, neither can really lose this. Um, but I thought the end was all right. Um, yeah. The, the only concern I've got is Nakamura has now become the sideshow to Boogs. Yeah, and Nakamura is a phenomenal talent. And he's also the Intercontinental Champion. Why yeah. is he playing second fiddle to a man in dungarees playing the guitar every but, match? But do you know what? Like That's what happened. I actually think he's enjoying himself, though. I I honestly think Nakamura is just there to do whatever and take a paycheck until his time's up. But I still feel, especially because of the title, the man needs to start picking up wins that he's earned, not Boogs has distracted for him to earn. Yeah. Because it's not a heel distraction, so you're not thinking, oh, he's a dirty sneaker heel. It's a comedy, aha, look, this is fun distraction, which just makes him look weaker. Yeah, Yeah, it's what with Rusev. I mean, they paired him with Aiden English, and it became Aiden English and Rusev because Aiden English made that whole thing. 
Yeah, mm. it is a bit similar to that, actually. Aiden English was the one that you look forward to coming out and doing his intro. And you know what I mean? I, it is very similar yeah. to that. But it never works out. Look at back in the day, Damien Sandow, when he was Miz's stunt double. The greatest thing ever until he's not, it's a stunt double anymore and nothing happened of Damien Sandow, you know? Yeah. So, it's, yeah, it's tough. But, yeah, Boogs was obviously the main attraction. But I actually, I think Pat McAfee screaming, you son of a bitch, you son of a bitch. I just, yeah, I'm, I'm all about that. But I have to say, the two of them beating on each other. And then, obviously, Boogs did his bit. But it was a solid start. I think for a pre-show match, it was very good. It was a solid start. Yeah, I think it was good to put that on the pre-show. I know a lot of people wanted Battle Royal on the pre-show. But they give us a pre-show where the match was actually one that had a bit of intrigue, had a bit of a, oh, hello, yeah. which hasn't happened often enough it in did, the last few years. It did keep me awake through the women's match. And I think it was the right idea to start with the Becky Charlotte match straight after that. Yes. Um, because that's what opened the show. And there was talk that um, it was going to main event and that Roman Big E was going to start. But then apparently they changed it at like 10 to 8 or something their time. Yeah. Crazy. Um <laughs> But yeah, so Becky and Charlotte, it felt personal. It felt like a fight. You felt that the two of them hated each other. Um, they went out as hard as they could. They traded finishes. I thought it was good. Um, yeah, I thought it was the aggression was great. It was a bit of a unique match, and it turned out to be pretty good. I have to say, I actually thought they... I was worried, like, the build was so hyped because of their hatred. Would it work? Yeah. Uh, but I think I think those two showed why they are the top two. In the women's yeah. division, yeah, I again, I was worried for the way that the build has been done and the fact that you can sense this dislike between them now. I was worried that it'd be unprofessional and sloppy, and I'm glad to see that they kept that intact to put on a, a good match. Yeah, they did. There's a bit of a uh, yeah. Charlotte like hit the roll up for two, and then Becky did the same, but grabbed the ropes and. I thought that was a, a good way to end too, because they are still trying to make Becky a heel, aren't they? Like, you yeah. know, they are trying to do that. I mean, I think she did a very good job on Raw, which we'll get to. I think she finally has the crowd hated on her. And I think facing Liv Morgan is more for turning Becky heel than Liv Morgan getting an opportunity. Um, yeah. And I, I, I do think that. I mean, the problem is, is you can't make somebody a heel when their opponent is Charlotte Flair. Yeah. So it's quite lucky that they kind of had that distraction of, well, actually, these two just hate each other. It wasn't really about heel or face, was it? It was just about dislike, well, you know? No matter who's the heel, they're going to cheer the person fighting Charlotte. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then, so before, like, before I passed out, before the men's thing, there was one bit that was a bit weird. I've got it written here, and then it's all a bit blank. The, obviously, we saw The Rock debuting at Survivor Series, but then they showed, like, Drew McIntyre's rise and fall and then, like, his second rise in WWE, and I didn't understand why that was there. I didn't get that little intimate. Why did we need to see that Drew failed at one point and now he's back? I, I don't know. I must have missed maybe some stuff with Drew uh, McIntyre, but it seemed a bit ooh, weird. What did they call on a failure? 3MB was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was sort of in and out of watching it because I was trying to sleep um, and I thought that it would have been a really good like thing to do if they were doing like uh, a WWE 24 kind of thing like well, that's Chronicles what I first and, thought but there isn't but then at anything. the same time they showed it all uh, like, yeah <laughs> I, I didn't show. really get what it was for but um, yeah weird but then it moved on to the men's uh, men's match um, and I fell asleep as Owens walked off Obviously, the internet went crazy. That that's Kevin Owens walking out and never to be seen again. Blah blah blah. You think it was just a skit? What do you think? Do you think Kevin Owens is done, or do you think that was he, he's resigned and he's just redoing himself? Kevin Owens is going to win the Royal Rumble. Wow. I think he's resigned. I think that the building this thing is selfish. Kevin Owens only thinks for himself again. Um. And I, I think that he's going to get a mega push, win the Rumble off of the back of it. There's nobody that does Kevin Owens' character like Kevin Owens does his character. And we had that whole thing of the whole build-up to Survivor Series and the, the Big E stuff with Rawlins 
was rolling and saying that he was selfish and only ever fought for himself. So he was like, yeah, fine, cool. I'll pack up a seat. Because yeah. there's no, there's nothing in it for him to stay out there and get the snot beat out of him by a shamer. Well, Sheamus was on his team, wasn't he? But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It was good character work. And yeah, I, I, I think do. I think, but yeah, the... I think he, he'll resign and I think we're going to see a lot more of Kevin Owens. What about you? What do you think, Gia? Because obviously that was the first elimination too. 53 seconds, man, last time. <laughs> it, it's, the, it's the old bad news. It's the old bad news Brown. He's, he's, he's not going to get along with his teammates no matter what, so he's just going to leave them. A bit like, and, and, a bit like Rollins did end, to him last year on SmackDown. <laughs> in the end, it further boosts Seth Rollins as this Sneaky little son of a bitch who keeps getting lucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Does do that. Um, there's a bit of back and forth. Um, the elim- next elimination was uh, uh, Corbin went out next. I think. Corbin, yep. Yeah. Uh, Finn Balor took out him with the Coupe de Gras, um, and then that was obviously a man each. Um, and then Hardy coming. Some back and forth. I think it ended up. I think it was Xavier Woods lost to Lashley. In the Hurt Lock, I think it was Spear and Hurt Lock to Woods. And then it was just Carnage um, back and forth. And I think at the end, there was uh, Sheamus and Hardy, Rollins and Theory, I think were the last four I want to say. Because then uh, there was a Swanton, um, Hardy, yeah, Swanton on Theory. I just, I know, all it ended was Rollins hitting the stomp to get the win on Hardy, wasn't it? Yeah, Hardy took the pin at the end. Um, but I think the main thing from here was Austin Theory didn't look out of place. No. For he me, Austin didn't. Theory is uh, is a big opportunity for him. Yeah. And following Raw, he clearly has friends in the right place right now. Mm, yes. And I think that's what it is. I know everyone's like, oh my God, what are they doing? I think that was just showing that maybe he's got the backing of the man that matters, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think he looked good. I thought it was the right result. Um, it felt like a Survivor Series match. I won't lie. It did. Um, the Owens thing, I think for me, was a little annoying. But his story. I think there's always going to be some kind of screwy nonsense in a match like this. Um, and it was pretty good to see Hardy at the end, I think looking like a Hardy we haven't seen for a long time, to be Yeah, I think... When you've got like Jeff Hardy is coming in, he always does the work, but his recent run not really had much standout. Obviously, he had no more words came back, and it's just been like, okay, that was it. That's all. That's what they've given him. Um, but he did an interview, and in it, he said that there has been discussions between him and Edge about having one more run against each other. Which I'm not sure how it would work now they're on different brands, but you know, we can we can see. I can see Jeff Hardy versus Edge. Could watch that one more yeah. time. Fair. Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah. Maybe it's a safe pair of hands and it'd be good to see Jeff doing some stuff. But yeah. Mm. Um, and then, of I course. Got, yeah. Go I don't think he's got title runs, so stuff like that. I don't think so. I, I think mean, he's got a few dream matches. He's, yeah. Guys like Austin Theory can work well with Jeff Hardy for me, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and then, of course. The golden egg was started. Um, Vince arrived in the limo with, with the egg, which was earlier. Um, it was a tie into the Red Notice movie of The Rock, which they pushed really, really hard. Um, Reigns, Reigns went in to see Vince, who bragged about the golden egg, said it was given to him by The Rock, and it's worth millions and millions. Um, and I like that Reigns was like, I guess as much as my next contract. <laughs> discussed that Vince McMahon has cut so many people and then goes around and flashes like a million dollar egg. Just <laughs> like people for budgets. Just shows he gives zero fucks, does he? Like zero <laughs> fucks. Like, I think that's all that is. But I have to say, I, I know how much, you know, people, it's always good for me to, like when I see Vince McMahon on TV. I don't know why I get a little bit hyped when I know Vince is like involved and there and on it. I don't know why I it's weird. It's just, it's Vince, isn't it? Like, I don't know. The hours of entertainment that he has provided me, I suppose. But yeah, I always get a little hyped when I see Vince. 
Um, right, then it was a dual brand battle royale, which was a whole bunch of mid-card guys. Sami Zayn was in it, Aziz, Cruz, the Los Lotharios, Viking Raiders, Styles and Otis, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Mansoor was in it, which was good to see. A few of them got entrance. It wasn't all of them, was it? I liked Street Profits. They were delivering some pizzas and stuff. Um, yeah, <laughs> and then AJ Styles just got straight out and stood on the announcer's table. <laughs> it was that was okay. Um, but I think it was as good as Battle Royale as you're going to get to get, just because of, obviously, how they built the winner, which was Omos. I think it's time for Omos to start moving away from tag team. And I think that Battle Royale was the first step of them starting to do that myself. Yeah, because he accidentally eliminated AJ. Yeah, he eliminated pretty much everyone, didn't he? Yes. <laughs> I think he threw everyone out. Um, yeah. Uh, Omos was like peed off. Well, I think it was Cruz that went for Omos, it? and then that got AJ out and stuff like that. Yeah, so um, Aziz was trying to pull AJ out. Omos was trying to pull AJ back in. Apollo attacked Omos, which took him off balance, and that's how AJ went out. Uh, but then so they were playing tug-of-war yeah. with AJ Styles at one point, which was the weirdest. Actually, you know, it wasn't even the weirdest part of the Battle Royale. That will have been when our truth was feeding pizza to Otis. <laughs> But it was just, it was an odd moment. Um, but yeah, it was it was clear to, clear as day what they were trying to do with that battle royale and it worked wonders. Yeah, I think so. I think what they were, it was very clear what they were doing. And yeah, it, it almost fits that dis- description of this big monster that runs through everyone. Yeah. And almost does do that. And I think he did it very well. I think it worked very, very well. Um, yeah. Criticism I always have with Battle Royale is that they always look untidy because you've got 20 plus people in the ring at once. But it did, there were moments when it was like that. But watching because of Omos's size, it was very easy, easy for him to just isolate someone and then it'd be one on one or one on two, as they were in some cases. So I think it's probably one of the better Battle Royales I've seen because of Omos and carried himself really well in the match. It was like you say, step away from tag teaming. Keep him with Styles because I don't think he's ready to just go off on his own. But it was a good coming of age. Mm. The problem is putting him on his own is going to be horrible because he's got no charisma. He's just a big dude, you know? Yeah. So you do need AJ around a bit. But I think think that was the first start of... It was a smart way to book their Battle Royale. As you do sometimes, like you it. need that big monster to just destroy everyone in it. Look how Cade in Rumbles was always fun to watch because he'd come in and just launch people left and right, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. And that's kind of what you want to see. Um, but yeah, it is, I think it is now time to start moving Omos away from tag team. Even just a few steps. He can still do maybe some matches, but I think start to show him off a bit more like they did in this battle royale myself. Uh, more mm-hmm. rock appreciation night. I think they showed the rumble bit here. And then it was on to Usos and RK Bro. Um, yeah. You know you knew what you was going to get. Both teams are very, very good. All four wrestlers are very, very good. Do you know what it highlighted for me, though? The one bit come out of this match is, damn, they both need some competition on their respective shows. Yes. Yes, yes. That that's all it showed to me because it was good, and you know maybe I don't know like Usos might have been the better team overall, but RKO on the on the splash was timed perfectly. Um, yeah, it just all it highlighted for me was like you're going to go back to your respective shows and you're not going to be able to do a match like that, <laughs> um, which is sad. I mean, because it was a pretty good match, but yeah, it's. Um, it was good filler. It was a solid match that you, you could carry on watching. Um, that's when the egg got stolen after this match. Vince said it was worth $100 million. Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville were tasked with getting it back. This fucking egg, I swear to God. On that note, they were, they were tasked with getting the egg back on Survivor Series that they had spent the last two weeks trying to make relevant. Yeah, Their job now was to find the egg. Not to, they weren't, nobody was getting any criticism for the fact that SmackDown were being buried. Nobody was getting any praise because Raw were destroying. Nope, find the egg. Yeah. <laughs> On Survivor Series that you two were running. Yeah. The egg. <laughs> um, and then I, I have to say, for the next match, I actually thought the women's match was the worst one because 
they made Belair look good. They showed the rest of the division looking really shit. Like she ran uh, through everyone in a few minutes. Yep. And, and I, I, I know, I know we've just been saying about the battle warrior about almost being made to look a monster. They did make Belair look like a monster. And that is a positive, I'm sure. I just think with the way the women's division is at the minute, I don't know. Banks, so, uh, Sasha Banks count out also. I'm a little bit, eh, she was pretty much in the ring. What are you doing? You know, so, yeah. How I, many times yeah. have you seen it where the wrestler has broke up the count by rolling onto the apron, just tucking under and then back out? Yeah. Sasha Banks, the only thing that wasn't in were her toes. Yeah. It, it made no sense. No. Like, I don't know if it was just poor that they'd let her slide that far and she, was, she, she wasn't meant to get there or, or what it was, but it was a terrible call. <laughs> yeah, um, it was. I also, what you're saying about the state of the division, I, I can't get around Bianca dominating it and winning it and looking as strong as she did just off the back of what, in my opinion, was a, a weak title run and then a weak feud with Becky. If they were going to build someone... It would have, for me, made sense to build Becky's next challenger to make because Liv Morgan looked weak as crap in that match, and now I've got to believe that she's going to beat the man. Yeah. Or build a star for SmackDown because SmackDown's got nobody to step up to. Yeah, exactly. That wasn't a good night for SmackDown women because, like, Belair just shrugged them all off. So, Tony yeah. Storm was the second lady out at 15 minutes into the match. The match was over after that, which is pretty much all of Belair's work in 23 minutes. Because it left, like, what was it? Belair, Natty, Shotzi, Shayna, and Sasha. Yeah. And she took them all out. So there you go. Ripley was eliminated 18 minutes. Belair against four women. Match was over at 23 minutes. So she beat all four of them women on SmackDown, which probably, you look at the names, Shotzi, Baszler, Banks, Natty, Four of the best yeah. that SmackDown have got, yeah. and Bella just walked through them. You know, I think, yeah, I think Tony was the only one on Team SmackDown that actually put up a put up some sort of thing that would make you think, okay, maybe they could push her. Mm. The others just fell to pieces. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Maybe the match was okay. Um, you know, if you look at it from a Bel Air point of view, she looked great. I just I don't think it helped SmackDown at all. At all. Seeing that Charlotte is the champ on that show, you know? <laughs> and Bianca's just destroyed them. Um bit more stuff about the egg. Um he makes fun. He, he said that uh, Brock Lesnar's suspension was up as well. He did say that, didn't he, last night? Well, and no, the actual wording was that Brock Lesnar's suspension is no longer indefinite. Ah, okay. Which is weird, because like, okay, well, is it over, or have you put a time frame on it? Like, what is your point? Yeah, he just blamed Adam Pearce. That's mm. all. Yes, it was weird. It was weird. And then, of course, you made event of the evening, Biggie, Roman Reigns. Um, I, Biggie, I think this is the first time I've seen Biggie where he looks like the champ now. I will say that. Looked good. Yeah. He looked good. I would have had a screwier ending then Roman pinning him clean um, in the middle of the ring. A little bit, maybe a bit screwier for me. Something, a report that I saw online was that the ending was rushed because they ran out of time. Ah. Fair enough. Um, and it felt like when you, when, you, when you say that, you kind of... Yeah, you know, that's why it was originally penciled to be first, so it had as much time as they needed. But then they felt like the draw of it meant that they had to have it last. Which I get, but then what? Yeah, they needed more of... than 20, 25 minutes. Yes. And it looked, it felt like a very sudden pin. Like he hit him, boom, spear, bam, it's over. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, mm. But I would have maybe just do a screwier finish just instead of Big E eating a pin like that. But yeah, do you know what? I give it, uh, it was good, not great. Seven, seven and a half. Um, it, it just, the battle for brand supremacy was never really mentioned. Pat McAvee, I think, brought it up a little bit. No scoreboard. The matches, I think, were better than we all thought going into it. Um, I don't know. Yeah. 
it could have it could have just could have come up with something better why not do like a team reigns versus team biggie or something and like old school survivor series could have done that but no i would give it seven seven and a half um yeah it's just yeah. poor build poor build yeah. i think is what we're in that and it could have been more fun but it was pretty much a rock tribute show and the rock didn't show so you know what yeah. to do threw him a surprise birthday party and he didn't show up yeah <laughs> yes exactly that someone forgot to invite uh, him yeah they did uh right and that led us into to raw straight after last night um i thought it was actually an all right episode of raw i actually quite enjoyed it uh maybe it was like because survivor series didn't suck i didn't go into looking at raw with fear <laughs> um the whole yeah, set up a really good main event and uh, you know i want to touch on austin theory and and where he's at at the minute um i think they they use that quite well um but yeah i thought it was a solid... sorry what was that can we just totally get rid of these women's tag titles listen zanita and carmella are perfect to hold them pointless belts he's breaking up teams and releasing women that there's not enough women to be in both divisions. Um, actually, I think you'll find there are enough women to be in the divisions because we had a tag team match featuring all of the tag teams that are remaining. Thank you very much. Please show some <laughs> respect to the two teams. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that they took it off Nikki and Rhea because it's time to move Rhea away from tag team. I think they just did that to keep her on TV. Yeah. Now, what team steps up to fight them? I don't think anyone does. I think they'll be chaps for ages, Zelina and Carmella, because they love Zelina and Carmella, isn't it? It could Don't easily be... make it a bit of a meme, like that they are the women's tag champs. They never defend, but look at us, the longest reigning tag, women's tag champs, la, 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 la. I think it could... They would be I perfect for something like that. Yeah. They would be. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I think so. Um I mean, kudos for giving us a fucking making Dewdrop look like a monster. They did do that. They did do that. She did look like a monster too. Um, you know, I have to say, Tamina getting slapped around for three and a half minutes. Sorry, Gia. Um, I don't know. It, it, it's not the biggest surprise to use Tamina and then she beat like four women in a row and then Dewdrop come out and just crushed her, to be fair. Like maybe if all that build was to make Bianca look tough, to make Dewdrop look tough, I could work with it. They've worked it very well, you know. Um, and I'm actually looking forward to see Dewdrop Bella. I think it'll be a really good match. I do think it'll be a really good match. Um, yeah. Then Sami Zayn obviously was the one that said that he knew. Well, he was like, "What did he say? Like ninety percent sure? Uh, yeah, they they weren't here yet." Blah blah blah. And Kevin Owens was there and. Said if he doesn't find the egg, he look forward to getting who the title shot. And it built up a little bit of like, oh, I wonder who's going to find it and who's going to fight Big E and stuff and blah, blah, blah. And then, like, as I say, the rest of it just is filler, isn't it? Like, it's just filler. Like, AJ Styles and Omos versus Street Profits. Uh, like, the fire extinguisher to Omos. I just, like, oh, God. Very, um, the fire extinguisher to Omos, very odd for the only face tag team yeah. in wrestling <laughs> why not have them face like rude and ziggler or something that would have made sense but instead they had matt riddle fighting Dolph ziggler and because it wasn't a great match or anything it just felt like a goofy bit of fun and mm. i don't know okay but, but matt riddle was randy orton <laughs> yeah okay that was quite good. <laughs> the, the little stick on being it was, it was stupid yeah. but i loved it yeah yeah it's just that's what i mean it's goofy fun but it's, it's matt riddle in it right now I think um, the biggest takeaway from Riddle and Orton <laughs> is that it's put Orton in this new like Orton's always been like everybody's had issues with his attitude. He's always been a problem. He's always been isolated himself from everybody, and here he is sticking a mustache on Matt Riddle, <laughs> doing the doing his moves <laughs> like. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, it, I, I hope he comes out on a scooter next week just to really make my year like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If I don't get a scooter by the end of 2021, this year is a failure. Oh, you, it gives me vibes of Team Hell No, and I'm okay with it. Like it, it, it just gives me the vibe of you got the goofy guy and the 
dude that's trying to be totally serious and not be the fucking goof. Yeah, yeah. but he does it so well. And they're, they're such a good team right now. Um, I'm enjoying it. Um, but yeah, then obviously there was, I don't think, I think that's covered all the matches up until when Sonia said that she'd found the culprit. We come back from the break and Sami Zayn, Adam Pearce, Sonia Deville all in the office. Austin Theory came now, in the egg. This reminded me of back when Drew McIntyre debuted and Vince McMahon literally was like, here's your future. He's going to be the next top dude. You think so? Like, it's a, it was Vince's way of being like, this guy is going to be something. I feel like I, that was yeah. also done when everybody else who was involved in the speak out campaigns were cut and they were like, right, Austin, we need to look into this. Just hide for a little bit. You'll be back. Exactly. Like he did his did his time in NXT, he did his comedy bit there, boom, here he is. And yeah. now he's sat rubbing shoulders, taking selfies with Vince McMahon, like and we get to see Sami Zayn be called a snitch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I yes. laughed, I did. I don't know. I, I like the snitch bit. I definitely would have. I, I was expecting some comedy reply, like some bad comedy. You know, I was expecting. I was cringing a bit. It just no one likes a snitch. Ah, fair enough. Um, I, yeah. It also sets Sammy up for carrying this on on SmackDown because I doubt Vince will be on SmackDown. We don't see Vince on TV much. We're not going to see him twice in the space of a week. But you know, Sammy Zayn's going to carry this around. Now he's going to be like. Oh, I've been screwed out of this, blah, 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 and then end up getting leveled by Roman. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Um, and then the 24 7 nonsense. Dana Brooke did actually win the 24 7 title, though. So, whatever. I can see them doing something like that, like being like, well, technically you found the egg, so we'll give you a title shot against Roman, and then Roman will just beat the piss out of him. Yeah. They're not going to do that. Not with Sami Zayn. He will whinge and cry and carry on. And then Roman will be like, him and I'll be like, all right, if you want it so badly, boom, spear, <laughs> off you go. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think the good, because Sami Zayn's got this conspiracy thing going on, aren't they? He's had it forever. They're not just going to be like, okay, you did technically do it. There's your title shot. Yeah. Don't fit <laughs> with the Sami Zayn mold. Um, after, yeah, I. After Dana Brooks' title, she was given an interview when it was creates an opportunity and tries to live every day like a champion. And then Corey Graves on commentary was like, I give it till the end of the night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. Love Corey Graves. Um, then the Mysterios taking on Bobby Lashley. Um, I don't think the result was ever in doubt. It's not some Lashley's not someone that's gonna lose outside of like a big moment, I think, anymore. Um and I don't think the loss hurts the Mysterios because I think it's just heading them to the split, which they're kind of teasing a little bit and people kind of want. What I'm worried about, though, is how Dominic does on his own. I'm telling you, it's they're going to do the old, oh, no, I accidentally eliminated you in the Royal Rumble. I'm sorry. And then they're going to get another tag title shot, blow the tag title shot. One of them's going to blame the other one. I just yeah, it's just the fallout from that though. Is is Dominic ready to not be with Ray? I don't know. I don't see a scenario where Dominic isn't just a watered down wish version of Ray once Ray's gone. Yeah, I just I don't feel like Dominic's created his own character. I still feel like he's just Ray's son. You know, he he flew out of the blocks really well, and he. Put, you know, he put himself in that position where you're like, you know what, he's he's doing well here, but then he hit a wall and he's just not he's not progressed anymore. Yeah, listen, like, if I these don't two, want him putting a promo. These two have a feud with each other. Dominic needs to grab the mic and say, "You're not my dad." <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's all I need. Oh Jesus! Um, then there was it's some just, of the. You're not my dad. <laughs> Then there was some of the Liv Morgan Becky build. Um, Liv looked like she was about to cry, so instead of crying, she punched Becky straight in the face, um, which I thought was good. I thought it was a good promo. I, I honestly think this isn't about Liv Morgan at all. This is to make Becky a heel. They're using Liv Morgan to cement Becky as a heel, and I think that's all this is. 
I don't think Liv Morgan's anywhere close to being champ. I think they they know that the crowd love Liv, so they're like, that's who will feed to Becky, so they hate her. And I think that's all that is. Um, then uh, US title open challenge. Uh, Apollo Crews come out. Crews uh, said no. Uh, Sami Zayn come out instead. Um, and I thought they put on a really good match. Um, Sami doing what he does. Bringing out the priest monster. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because you could believe that Sammy is a guy that could cause an upset at some point. So you're watching it thinking Sammy could win the US title. And I always like it when you think they could flip a switch here. They're the matches I like. And with someone like Sammy Zane, you always feel like he could. Never does. But you always get the feeling that he could. Um, so I think it's helped Priest. And Priest is, is way on his way up, isn't he? Like Priest is flying right now. Damien yeah. Priest is, is hot. Is allowed to fight on the other brand. Well, it's an open challenge, isn't it? That's why. Yep. And he was there. Um, I'm assuming. Jim said he wanted all SmackDown superstars there. He did. To find the egg. So, uh, yeah. And then it was the big main event. Um, big E versus Austin Theory. Um, well, we... Hold on. We've, we, we really didn't touch on the, the Seth Rollins promo in the beginning there and the fan that jumped the audience. I was going to get to the fan bit at the end, but yeah, we'll just go for it, yeah. Um, crazy. One of the worst ones I've seen. Not going to lie. That fan ran through the stage. How did he get so far? Is what I was hard asleep. And I thought it was Owens at first. Yeah, I did. And I was like, well, okay. And then it cut, and I was like, why are we not? And I was like, oh, that's not Owens. Yeah. Yeah, uh, You watch the footage of it. That dude, like, he he tried to, he he, he got a good tackle on him there. Did. He speared into him. Crazy. (laughs) And then they threw out another one, didn't they, in the Sami Zayn match for giving him shit. He got ejected too, someone else. Um, but yeah, it was really bad. I haven't seen one like that for a long time. Like, how serious must you take it? You know? Crazy. You know, because it wasn't even like a match had even started, but he stomped Balor before it started. Mm. But then as well as he was leaving, yeah, the fan jumped, ran across the stage and down the, the aisle, speared into Rowan. Um, and apparently a referee has come out and said they didn't pull him off straight away because they wanted Rowan to kick his ass for a little bit first. <laughs> I've <laughs> seen that uh, Chavo tweeted. Um, so he tweeted, remember when wrestlers were tougher than the fans? Those were the good old days. So lots wow. of people are like, yeah, but you can't just have contracted superstars beating the crap out of civilians. Like, There's one where a fan ran in on Austin during a Triple H match and Triple H beat the living yes. hell out of him. Yep. Good Lord, Triple H got some licks in. But yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. There was one where like the fan tried to attack uh, Linda and he full on as, even though he's supposed to be against him, he full on like ran at the fan and stopped him. <laughs> There's another one. Here. Mike Chioda got a few licks in on one too. I can't remember which one that was. Mike Chioda started throwing some licks in. The, the one that knocked Eddie off the ladder. Oh God, yeah. It was like Eddie and RVD, and he ran in, pushed the ladder over, and got tackled. What goes through someone's head to do that, though? Like, the I just don't know, like, the obsession. <laughs> what was funny is when they showed him being ejected, and they're all shouting, asshole, weren't they, the whole crowd? <laughs> or the, the YouTuber that, that did, like, YouTube prank videos that jumped the audience and hit Randy Orton in the nuts. Oh, God. I don't think I've seen that one. Might have to look yeah, he was like a... He's like a... Uh, South African YouTuber guy, and he does like all these different types. You know, like he tries to do like these funny looking pranks, and it was like a, a house show. And he ran in while Orton was doing the pose on the buckle, and he hit him in the nuts. <laughs> you know, the fan that threw, or the fan that threw the briefcase at Roman's face. Yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> Just uh, people take this way too seriously, don't they? <laughs> oh yes. Like football fans here. Um, but yeah, everything okay. Man's been banned. Man's been launched. He'll never be back. Um, but yeah, so, okay. Main event was Austin Theory, uh, Big E, Raw World title. Um, it was good to get Big E back on the winning path. 
good to have someone who's getting more and more over to get like elbow rubs with the higher level uh both men i think can happily move on to something else not sure what that is for austin theory uh i'm curious to see what they do with him because i think he is getting a lot of attention so i think the next bit has to be something big um yeah it was it was solid rollins come out laid out biggie biggie was yelling at owens and rollins so i'm guessing it'll be triple threat we are like we are assuming it's going to be owens rollins biggie next up for biggie but yeah that was raw i have to say i it was it was solid it's just so long it's so long they could cut an hour out of that and it'd be much better you know that's what they need to do cut the hour out get it back to two um so yeah get rid of the 24 7 title get rid of the women's tag titles exactly that would have lost an hour wouldn't it you know pretty much all this silly nonsense in between um yeah um and a photo has actually just come out of becky lynch peering out of the the checking on seth rollins after the fan attacked him she's standing in the in the entrance they've just put that out she was there having a nose making sure he's fine uh right few bits of news uh, that I've got written down before we get into Geo's review. Uh, Summer Ray reportedly was backstage at recent Impact tapings. Down as Danielle Monet. Don't care, to be honest with you. She, when was she last in wrestling? <laughs> like, she's been a long time gone. I mean, she was released, what, from WWE? 2017? Oh, that? God. Yeah, it's been a while. You That's know, and I haven't seen her anywhere else. Like, I mean, her Instagram's at eye, but the last thing I yeah. remember her was that stupid Dolph Ziggler love angle thing. Yeah, that was years ago. God. And then that's how they got Tyler Breeze. Like, that's all I remember from her was that so stupid. Be, yeah, it's gotta be like thing. 2017, maybe even 2016. She was, a, <laughs> she was released. In twenty seven October twenty seventeen, um, her last match before that was well, WrestleMania pre-show. Wow, WrestleMania thirty two pre-show. And now, but yeah, now she's at. Uh, was that the one with the, uh, wait, the, the trophy? After yeah, over a year of inactivity. She was officially released in October 2017. Yeesh. Wow. Well, now she's on uh, Impact. Yeah, her wrestle last WrestleMania was 2016. <laughs> we got, I got Randy Orton with the most pay-per-view matches. Yeah. Um, He's done that. And uh, Kane was the one before him, wasn't it? It was Kane's record. Yeah. Yep. So I got the list right here. It's Orton at 177. Kane had 176. Undertaker's at 174. Triple H was at 173. Cena is at 163. Jericho at 144. The Big Show at 142. Edge at 135. The Miz at 121. And then Kofi and HBK at 117. Kofi's done 117. Wow. He has been around forever. Yeah, I suppose so, actually. Yeah, he has. But that's nuts, considering HBK had, like, a decade and a half on Kofi that they're tied on matches. But don't forget, like, HBK was around when it was just the big five. There wasn't monthly pay-per-views, yeah. was there, to be he fair. Also, he also took, like, a four-year hiatus after that mania and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. Um, but that, yeah. Orton at 177. That's a lot. Cool. And he's still got some years left yet. Yeah, exactly. And about 77 of those were him versus Cena. Probably. <laughs> yeah. It was like all of 2009. God. <laughs> Wowza. Um, 
The other bit of news I've got written here, Johnny Gargano's contract is reportedly up December 3rd. Um, apparently, they have made a strong offer, um, but they're pushing very hard for him to sign, uh, according to the report, and they've made him a very strong offer to stay with WWE for a very long time. What do you I think? think? I don't think he's going anywhere considering that his, or Candace is pregnant and he needs the, the financial situation. Do so you think he'll just sign this one, pocket the dollars and be happy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't come across as one that I would think would be interested too much in jumping ship. You know? I don't know. There's quite a few contracts up there, isn't it? It's Owens, Gargano, Zayn, somebody else. Uh, O'Reilly. 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 Apparently they've just uh withdrawn their offer from O'Reilly altogether and just accepted that he's done. Fair. Well, yeah, I, I don't don't well, find that one. Because I, I see where I see what AEW's been doing. They're pushing this this thing where they're gonna have an undisputed era reunion. I have seen mock-ups on the internet that make me think I want what the internet wants, which is Adam Cole on a pole, Red Dragon <laughs> versus the Elite. Please and thank you. I, I <laughs> see where they're going with it because Cole on a pole. Omega's out right now with some injuries. I see him being like, "Well, I'm taking over, and this is I'm going to add my buddies to it, and then he's going to come back, and it'll be the split." Yeah, I mean, O'Reilly, I think's gone. Zayn and Owens are the ones that I don't know. I think Gargano stays. I think O'Reilly leaves. Zayn and Owens, I just don't know. I I couldn't tell you. Yeah, it's amazing. Both signed. If one signs, the other signs, and Kevin Owens is re-signing because he's winning the Royal Rumble. Brock Lesnar's winning it. Hudson, Brock Lesnar's not winning Royal Rumble. He's facing I think Brock, if anything, and told me so. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, I think there's. I think Brock's maybe a surprise guy for the Elimination Chamber and win that. I think somebody's. I think somebody's going to get attacked before the during the pay per view, and they're going to be like, "Oh, we need a replacement for him," and then boom. Brock will take the replacement, beat up. Oh, so you think they'll put Lesnar in an elimination chamber match and then have a raw oh, guy yeah. with the rubber, which does open it up for Owens then? Oh. I think even a- without what Gio's just said about the elimination chamber, name a bigger WrestleMania match than Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Like I said, There's I- only one. Yeah. And I- many, many people have said that The Rock is not going to be at this mania. And the closer no. we get this four month of build, you can't build how big that could be. No, they're gonna especially with I, Hollywood the year after. That, yeah. Rock's I already called that. Rock's showing up the night after Mania. He's gonna come out be or you know, he'll come out to SmackDown after Mania and be like, All right, next year it's me versus you. Boom, it sets that up. You have a whole, whole year to build it up, whether he's there or not. It's the old Cena Rock angle. Mm-hmm. Big Oose versus Big Oose. You know, it gives it gives Roman time to do whatever Roman wants to do while he's gone. The Rock can pop in via satellite, show up when he feels like it. Yeah, that works. But no, I, I have a feeling somebody's gonna be like, they're, they're, somebody's gonna win a spot in the elimination chamber, but then they're gonna like mysteriously be knocked out on the floor and then. Later in the night, Brock will come out and take that spot. And he'll win it. Yeah, I think so. But who next? Who first, though, for SmackDown? Who next up for Roman, do you think? Are we including the day one yeah. special event? So a lot of talk on that one, and I can see it, and I'm not against it, is Woods. Yeah. Because he's got to fight for his crown. But I, I think the next big challenger for Roman is um, Drew. <coughs> I think that'll be the, that's probably going to be the Royal Rumble pick view main event will be that Drew versus Roman. Yeah. Now see if Vince Russo was there, they put the crown on a pole. <laughs> Adam Cole's going to be on pole. They didn't need to get the pole back from AEW. Cole on a pole. Um, Cole on a pole. 
obviously, other bit of news I've got written here. Obviously, there were a few more releases um, since we last did the pod. Oh, um, yeah. I was waiting because that that was going into idiot of the week territory. Yeah, so. and that's what I was thought. I, that's what I assumed it to be. So before we get to your <laughs> your review, let's tie up a bit of news and idiot of the week all at once. Um, yeah, yeah. Top dollar got hit row pretty much. I like the fact that they stuck all together, blah blah blah. But top dollar got them released. I don't care what you, anyone tells me. Uh, you know. Um, yeah, he released a out of character um Twitter story, was it? It's not even WWE, was it? Um It was a mess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he decided he was gonna release a song about Jinder Mahal. And you know, I don't care if it was funny. You can't you can't do say the stuff that he said. You know that. And then didn't he say on like the busted open radio that apparently they told them that we want you to write the promos for the Usos, the New Day, the Viking Raiders, the women's division, and an introductory promo for SmackDown of their own. Apparently, they're going to write all five promos for those people. I mean, come on, dude. <laughs> further add to the Idiot of the Week title, um, there was a re- like, report that Top Dollar was the one that Vince saw as being the breakout as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So and he, he was honestly, the Vince guy. <laughs> I thought the same thing because the dude had good, like, he had good mic skills. He was a big dude. He was pretty athletic. But yeah, you got too fucking comfy too fucking quick. Yeah. You, you can't, when, when you're starting out, you can't call the headquarters for your friend. True. Um, yeah, just it was a mess, in it? Mm-hmm. Just, a, were, just a mess for him. You ain't got no pull just because you're doing the, the most wanted treasure show. <laughs> yeah. And you don't go after someone like Jinder. Jinder's quite respected, you know? Stupid, 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 stupid. Uh, but yeah, he got released. Um, Tegan Knox was gone. Who else went in this lot? John Morrison was in this lot. I'm not really shocked at either of those. Um, I can't think of who was the other. Was that it? I can't remember. See, I it was that so uh, I feel like there was somebody else, but I've got nothing. <laughs> um, yeah. Don't know. Morrison hit row. Drake Maverick went because of the video that Cena complimented. Oh, and yes. Jake, Riker and Thorne. And Riker and Thorne, again, were people that should have gone in the first lot. That's probably why I've forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Drake Maverick put another video out. John Cena gave him props for that. Um, Jackson Riker and Shane Thorne are absolutely no shocks for me. No, um, he's, yeah. he's, he's good. Maverick's going to be doing the narrative thing with EC3. Yeah, um, I think so. Um, Maverick's such a, an odd one because, like, you're not you're not bothered that he's gone, but because of what he's done since he's gone, you're like, actually, I am bothered that he's gone. Like, he knows how to make the best out of the worst. Yeah. It's a shame he has nothing to offer when he's in the good spot. Yes, it's exactly that. When he's gone, you're like, oh, Drake. <laughs> and then when he's back, you're like, oh, I'm over this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, like you don't see him ever winning anything. You don't. There's nothing there in the ring, but he's very good at making himself relevant. Yeah, peeing his pants for the uh, authors of pain. Yes, that was great. That was great. Um, and the last bit of news I've got: just, Velvet Sky and Bully Ray have announced their split on social media. That was yesterday. Um, they pretty much. I think it was the same statement that they both. Um, it just said, we've decided to part ways I, amicably. No animosity will always be cool when we wish each other well. That's the only public I, comment we'll make. Podcast. I can't do it. I cannot listen to Boy Ray's podcast because he's, it's just, oh. <laughs> well, now he's single. You could show the man some goddamn respect. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, you know what? He's going to be listening to this now. Thinking, I'll never listen to yours. 
Yeah, we've just lost Bully Ray, who sits in his Iran mansion. <laughs> you know what AEW needs to do? Like, uh, I can't. Goodness me. But yeah, that's it for news. So, Gio, what was your... Because you've had two weeks, so you best have in-depth knowledge. Of uh, I have ninety-three, and I watched it like four yeah. times. Which one did you have? Roy Rumble ninety-three. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. My my mate's favorite um, pay-per-view. I haven't had a request, so you're on the spin the wheel. I let Damo can pick. Actually, we'll let Damo pick. It's got the one that yeah. I was going to ask him for. Yeah, the other week when we didn't yeah, have an we'll answer. We'll get to that. So yeah, got the card up. Talk to me. Started with. Oh, the pre-show, which was Doink the Clown versus Jim Powers. Legendary matchup. <laughs> if, you, if, if you have the pay-per-view version of it, you can see like a three-second spot of that because the uh, Todd Pettengill guy or whatever walks by and he's like on the mic and you see it going on in the background. Wow. <laughs> uh. Uh, right, then the main show started. Uh, tag team match to open Steiner Brothers. Rick and Scott obviously taking on the Beverly Brothers, Bo and Blake. Yes! Years later, their their sons would be in NXT. <laughs> <laughs> yes, true, isn't it? Oh, my gosh. I didn't even think of that. They're going to have to face off at a Royal Rumble just to like, tick that uh, match. Fantastic. The Beverly Brothers were a great fucking team. The Steiner brothers are always good to watch. So weird looking at Scott Steiner, not looking like Scott Steiner. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, as you say, it's two very talented teams. So, you know, um, it's, you kind of know what you're going to get. Uh, led into HBK with Sensational Sherry. He, he wasn't feuding with her, was he, at the moment? He was still with her ready for this. Um, oh, no. Was in either corner. This was her. This was him versus Janetti. She was playing this. Whose corner will I be in? Because ah, yeah. I just got hurt and I came back. Because he, yeah, like he carried on the feud with her into like WrestleMania, wasn't it? Um, yep. She was with Tatanka, and then I think Shawn Michaels well, boy Luna Vashon. Spoiler alert! It was supposed to be Marty Janetti and Shawn again at Mania. But uh, Marty Jannetty had a little too much to drink on this uh, pay-per-view. Is that when uh, he was um, killing that person? <laughs> Lucky. <laughs> well, he showed, he showed up rather drunk. Oh, dear. This match was not good. And yeah. that's, that's a lot thing from a Shawn Michaels match. It was just not good. Yeah, it was. It was not um and then bam bam bigelow versus the big boss man i love Great both of those big guys man yeah 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 i love both of those um for big men i think two of the best um hits him with his diving headbutt bigelow picks up a big win i did like bam bam bigelow i have to say i'm a big fan of bam bam um and then the match that my mate says is one of his favorite matches ever Bret Hart versus Razor Ramon for the WWF Championship. Um, yeah, my mate loves this match. Um, it was a good match. Yeah, he, he loves this match and he loves this pay-per-view. Um, yeah, this was... Razor Ramon, this was pretty soon when the One Two Three Kid stuff, wasn't it? This was not far from that. Uh, one Two Three Kid stuff was later in that year. Yeah, same year. Fair, 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 fair. Um, and then, of course, the main Royal Rumble um, obviously had Ric Flair coming in at one with Bob Backlund. That's a great start to a Royal Rumble, isn't it? This is the one that yes. Bob Backlund went an hour. Yes, Flair, Flair, the Flair being in Rumbles, Bobby Heenan on commentary made it because he's just so biased and is like, come on, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, there's so many random characters in the, in this Royal Rumble that it's hilarious. Damien Demento. <laughs> yes, Damien Demento was amazing. Um, yeah, Damien uh, Demento Matt was in it. Max Moon was in this. Uh, Paul, Paul Diamond was his, was his real name. Skinner. I loved Skinner, man. Skinner. I loved a bit of Skinner. He was in there. 
Yeah. Is that what they viewed in a big naked outfit? Yeah, Repo Man, uh, obviously the aftermath of the okay, Demolition Brothers, we got Repo Man. <laughs> it was great. Um, but it was won by Yokozuna. Um, With a botch. 27. Um, it was won Yokozuna via botch because the Macho Man went to the top, hit an elbow drop, and tried to pin him. Yes. Yes, he did. <laughs> and so he pinned him. And he <laughs> launched him so hard, he flew over the top rope. <laughs> what an end. What a great end. Like, oh, all of that show, just to watch that. And you're like, oh, God, is that real? Is that really what happened? But you know what? It was a very, it was good. I think 93, that year was pretty decent. I thought that everything was pretty decent. It was starting to turn a bit of a corner. You know, stuff that Razor was doing was good. Brett was still obviously Brett. They had a lot of good mid-card guys, you know. Yeah, all good. Happy days, right? So with excitement, you don't yeah, have to spin. for me, Demo. Right, so I'm going to, on the same theme as your friend, and this was one that obviously would have been played last week, so it would have made a little bit more sense. I'm going for one of my favourites, which is Survivor Series 2002. Oh. Why is there a for that? Okay. Oh, I like that one. That is one of my favorites. Oh, my gosh. I was there live, and I actually have a little Ziploc baggie with confetti from when Shawn Michaels won. Wow. Ziploc of confetti. Yeah, I caught a bunch of the confetti as it came down and, like, put it in a little Ziploc baggie. This was the reunion of the Dudley Boys, too. Mm. Very exciting. Good, good. Yeah, right. Yeah. Let's hit the card up. It is Dudley Boys of Bubba Ray and Spike with Jeff Hardy taking on three minute warning and Rico. Billy Kidman versus Jamie Noble. Is this was this Billy Kidman when he had these like gangster rap theme? That was a great theme. Um, I Vic, so. yeah, I love that theme. Everyone thought it was DMX, but it wasn't, it was just a dude. Um, <laughs> Victoria against uh Trish Stratus in a hardcore women's championship match. The big show versus Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship. Los Guerreros versus Edge and Mysterio versus Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit. Triple threat elimination match for the tag titles. And then, is it the first ever elimination chamber? Yes. Yeah. Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Chris Jericho, Kane, Booker T, and Rob Van Dam. This is the one Triple H busts up his throat as well, isn't it? Uh, yes. This is the yeah. one where they immediately had to rush him to the hospital because he couldn't breathe. Yeah. Because first elimination chamber, nobody knew how to properly distance things. And early in the match, he does the frog splash and lands directly yeah. on Triple H's throat. It's one of them where you know exactly what's hurting when you watch Triple H's reaction. There's no fake this there. <laughs> you know exactly. You're like, oh, he's choking. <laughs> I also get to get one of the best promos ever of Chris Nowinski. Yes. And Matt You're lupid. Lupid. <laughs> and yeah, that's a pretty big debut too. So no, let's not smile it. Go and watch it. I may actually watch it too because I love that one. Good shout, Damo. Good shout, sir. Oh, it's been nice to him for once. You know, he's not been well. Let's look after him. Yeah, this, sure. is, this is two in a row though. So... We're going to have to, you know, we will have to put an end to that next week. So anyone listed the shittiest pay-per-view you can think of. <laughs> Due to me being sick and my lack of Twitter activities, he did extend my AEW fanboyness to the next mm -hmm. game. Yeah, and I will, I will, I've still got to do Jay's drag stream. To the next pay-per-view, which is when? When is the next AEW pay-per-view? Let's have a look. <laughs> AEW pay-per-view. It is. Uh, I didn't even think. Is that right? Well, no. Here we go. Pay-per-view schedule 2021. Oh, they, have, they haven't decided the next one. That was the last one given for the year in the calendar. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah. No, the next the one is when coming or whatever. Oh, okay. Have to wait and see. Fair enough. But, uh Fun, fun. I already tweeted out that I want to see the main event of said next pay-per-view be, <laughs> be 
Billy Gunn versus Sting in a 1v1. Oh, God. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. Right. On that bombshell, that's it. I think that's... I've got nothing left. You guys found anything else? It's been a pretty quiet week. It's just been pay-per-view stuff, isn't it, really? Yeah, it's just, just been, been Survivor Series. Yeah. What's his that's... face, Dave? The TNA pay-per-view. Oh, yeah, Jonah. Jonah appeared. I yeah. Don't, I'm not a fan. I mean, I, I'm not a fan. Thinks too yeah. highly of himself. He does. He could be really good, but it's just like every other... His ego is going to get the better yeah. of him. Uh, that's why he's only they, signing on Impact. They they pulled uh, Meyer from it. Yeah, they did. They did. Which... Yeah, I love that he gave the kayfabe excuse of elevated liver enzymes. <laughs> oh, which just means you got pulled. But yeah, right. On that bombshell, I will see you all next week. Damo, thanks again for for coming back. Geo, please try and yep. stay healthy. Do you know what I mean? If you could yep. get a little run of being healthy, that would be great. Uh. Yeah. Media, little AEW fanboy, and I'll see you next week, my man. <laughs>